Welcome to the first annual Rollies Award <laughs> Ceremony. Everyone, thank you for tuning in and listening to Brian and I today. Uh, as we hyped up for the last week or so, or last few weeks, I should say. Um, today is our big award show Woo! episode for movies of 2018 that we saw. Very excited to bring this to you. Um, Brian, I know you posted on Facebook yesterday, I believe, all of the nominations. So I everybody could kind of get a head start maybe on seeing what everything is at. Um, if you didn't, don't worry. Uh, as we get to each category, we're, we're going to go through the nominations and all that stuff, the winner, and we will discuss further from there um, if there was any surprises or um, any other yeah. talking points. I, um, I don't know who the winners are. I'm really curious. That's true. I made sure not to let Brian know who won. <laughs> I did all the, the scoring and stuff like that, calculating. So yeah. obviously I know and I'll be presenting them. Yeah, but yeah, so. Brian is just like you guys, so he will be finding out at the exact moment. So. <laughs> Let's hope there's no like big surprises that I'm throwing off on it. <laughs> um, so if you didn't get a chance to let uh, to look at all the categories, our categories today are going to be best picture, best director, best actor lead, best actor supporting, best actress lead, best actress supporting, as well as biggest surprise movie of the year, which is essentially a movie that we didn't necessarily think would be um, as great as it ended up being, uh, maybe a low-key movie or something like that, that ended up surpassing a lot of our expectations. On the flip side of that, we also have the biggest bust, um, which is a big-time movie that just didn't, it, it fell flat and we didn't enjoy them. Um, so that'll definitely be in there. Um, we'll also have a breakout performance for an actor or an actress this year who um, maybe didn't have many, if any, really big roles, but kind of had a breakout performance um, this past year in one or multiple movies. And we'll also have best movie moment, which is a movie uh, a moment in any movie this year that was just so epic. Um, yeah, that I love kind this of, category. That was fun. Yeah, this was, my, this was kind of my favorite one when we piece it together i wanted to do something that was uh, a little less uh you know uptight like the oscars and stuff like that a little bit more fun um which these moments are all super fun that are on here um yeah. so anyway brian uh like usual how's your week been going <laughs> well it's been pretty good uh, we went earlier in the week and saw well it's new year's so i mean actually saw three movies last week which we'll talk about each kind of sporadically to break up the awards some um on monday new year's eve i saw green book uh with my family went and saw that and then new year's day i had no plan so i decided and went to the movies and saw bumblebee and then wednesday we went uh, with some other friends and saw mary queen of scots so you know i got three movies in this past week and it was fun putting together these nominations and putting together this award show you know so it's, it's been a good week yes yes it was uh as you mentioned yeah we saw mary queen of scots this week um we will have three reviews for you guys we were originally weren't really planning on it but uh things ended up changing this week and we ended up getting around to some movies um mary queen of scots finally hit our local amc theater brian you saw green book and uh bumblebee which you'll be reviewing and like you said we will be breaking it up there are 10 categories so after every three we'll be doing a review um i believe it's three categories then mary queen of scots three and then green book then three then bumblebee and we will end the program on best picture of the year which Rightfully is so. i mean yeah i mean the obvious ending it's for so the tough, podcast though. uh yeah i mean it's been a lot of fun putting this together um i'm very excited for 2019 as we went through last week with uh, anticipated movies it's gonna be a, a hell of a year and probably a lot of great movies and maybe a lot of busts unfortunately but that is what it is um don't think about it that way just think great movies I, it's gonna happen. I, uh, we all got one in our there's mind. There's no it's way like they're all gonna be great. It's that's life. Um, but anyway, uh, let's get into it. I guess. Uh, so we'll kickstart it off with biggest surprise of 2018. The nominees are A Quiet Place, Crazy Rich Asians, Searching, The Death of Stalin, and Upgrade. Brian, what do you think ended up winning this? Oh, I mean, all of these... I mean, the surprise, like we said, were all great movies. But I, I think 
uh, the biggest surprise of the year was uh, Searching. It was like a low-key movie. Uh, we didn't really hear much about it until it came out. And I remember when we both saw it and we talked about it. We are like, totally past our expectations of what we thought it was going to be. So uh, I'm, I'm guessing that's what it is, but I don't know. All right. And the winner is searching uh it came in first place um if i remember correctly uh you gave it the max points i had it at nine it was a tie with crazy rich asians but got the bump due to combo score which was our Mm tiebreaker um in the end that's what i ended up going with for my number one uh a quiet place another great one obviously this year um that was a bit of a surprise um but yeah searching was a very big surprise movie um, definitely it's one of those movies like last week you know we go over the anticipated films none of these are the the movies that we would have had on our if we were doing this last year um no on our lists so that that's a big part of it and there's always going to be movies like that like searching like crazy rich asians um all of them across the board uh death of stalin was really funny um one movie that I, it took me months to finally see but um a lot of recommendations told me to go check it out and so i did and i i love doing that um loved watching that um upgrade was another one obviously that deserved to be nominated here yeah um that was one that we just kind of saw on a whim because i don't think anything else was out and it ended up being really entertaining and um sci-fi good you know future tech it was yeah it was was cool it was great um but in the end searching obviously if you haven't seen it um check it out because it's it's one of the best mystery thrillers you know, we talked about it. That was one of the first episodes we did yeah, here on the podcast. Yeah, it came out in August, so. um, and, and it was a, a hell of a thriller movie um, with twists and, and turns all it's over all the told, place. It's all told through, like, the third screen, too. So it's, like, it's not, yep. like, direct to the camera, which is it very is interesting. It is shot entirely through the just watching co- computer screens. That's that's the entirety of the movie. The I mean, it's, yeah, it's really groundbreaking in, in the way it is. So definitely... Um, Definitely deserve the award. I'm pretty pretty content with that. Obviously, Crazy Rich Asians, which is what I voted for, number one on my list. Um, another one that I would have been happy with coming number one. That was one we yeah. joked about seeing uh, <laughs> a lot for a while because the trailer just kind of seemed, you know, way and out it, there from, from what we too. typically like. Um, and we ended up loving it. So, yeah, uh, Searching wins for Biggest Woo! Surprise Movie of there the Year. Go. go check it out. I believe it is probably on Redbox, on Amazon Prime, all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, to rent. Uh, let's move on to the second category all here. Right. And this one is Breakout Performance of the Year. Oh, this one was tough. <laughs> this was a tough one. Um, so our nominees this for this one are Cynthia Erivo for Bad Times at the El Royale and Widows. Uh, Lady Gaga for A Star is Born, who I believe... I mean, obviously, you know, she uh, is a, a famous singer, but her acting, you know, this was kind of a breakout. Uh, Mandela Stenberg for The Hate You Give. John David Washington for Black Klansman. And Letitia Wright for Black Panther. Uh, Brian, what do you think ended up winning for this one? Man, I don't know. I mean, I know this was a tough one. This was a tough one. There was the scores Uh, were all pretty close on this one. Because I mean, Cynthia Erivo did a great job in Bad Times with the El Royale and in Widows, but then Amanda Stenberg, like we, she had had some other like smaller roles for, like I believe she was in Hunger Games back when she was like twelve years old. But this one. She just like she blew us out of the water for that one. But then uh, Lady Gaga was fantastic, and A Star Is Born, and John David. They're they're all great choices. Like honestly, yeah. I mean, across the board, it it was pretty close. I think everybody tough. ranged somewhere from like eighteen to fifteen points or something like that. But the winner for the biggest breakout performance this year is Amanda Stenberg there for The Hate You Give. Um, it was a the movie itself was a vehicle for her um performance uh straight up it was one of the better performances we saw this year i think um 
And like you mentioned, like she was in Hunger Games. I think she was in The Darkest Minds that came out this year too, but we didn't see that, um, and that got some bad reviews. Uh, but this movie um, was really all about her performance, and it was really good, and it mm. really drove home the story being told at the heart of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, across the board, this one was a tough one. You know, Cynthia Erivo, uh, she was great in two movies there, yeah. um, which were two of her first um, kind of big acting gigs. Lady Gaga, as I'd mentioned, uh, big pop star, obviously. And I know she was in American Horror Story for a season or two, but not really a whole lot else going on. John David Washington, the lead in Black Klansman, uh, former football player. Uh, I know he had some roles with um, Ballers, the uh, the Rock, uh, HBO comedy drama, I think. Um, and Letitia Wright, I think, had a few smaller roles before this, and she took on the role of Shuri um, and nailed it. So across the board, um, great performances. All yeah, around. it was. This was a, this was a close close one all around. Um, but Amanda Stenberg takes it, and rightfully so, because her performance oh, yeah. was a real eye-opener going forward if, for yeah, her career. If you haven't seen The Hate You Give, um, we had talked about it um, earlier when we saw it. came out in October, I believe. Um, it was just a very powerful movie with, um, with various similarities to stuff going around in present day, and just her performance really propelled it forward, and especially at her young age. I think she's only like 17 or something. 1718 so she yeah she did an amazing job so she definitely deserves this yeah um so anyway we'll move on to our favorite category uh most epic movie moment of the year this was probably the toughest one maybe out of everything because everything in here could i could have voted number one yeah that's true um but in the end, only one could win. And, and I'm pretty sure. I, I think I know what it is. I mean, I I, right. I do love them all, but I do have a clear favorite. All um, right. Well, let's run through them real fast. Um, so our nominees for this one is the shallow performance in A Star Is Born when Bradley Cooper's character Jackson Maine brings. Um, Lady Gaga's character onto the stage for her performance to duet with him. Um, it is a goosebump-inducing moment. Um, oh, yeah. For one of my favorite movies of the year, for sure. Um, uh, very powerful, great stuff. Uh, one of the first big scenes in that movie that really draws you in. Um, moving on, we have two from Avengers Infinity War, of course. I know <laughs> that's what everyone's saying. The first one is Thor arriving to Wakanda in the big fight at the end as all the Avengers are being attacked and beaten down by a horde of Thanos' creatures and stuff like that. And Thor and Stormbreaker and uh, Groot and Rocket arrive on Wakanda to sort of save the day was really epic so epic. and the music and everything it was great um the second one the obvious one that had to be in here thanos's snap um it, i mean there was no way this wasn't gonna end up making the list uh but like just you, in general it's super depressing like the, it the, is uh, the, what caused I, it but just uh, in the theater that moment just you know he he collects all the stones he has it and thor throws stormbreaker through him and then Tells him he should have went for the head and snaps his finger and everything goes silent. Um, It's, I mean, probably one of the, probably the biggest um, just social, you know, thing in in, movies this movies this year uh, for a moment. Uh, The fourth nominee is The Moon Landing from First Man. Um, This was epic. Uh, This is Mm -hmm. some of the best shooting I've seen all year. Um, when Ryan Gosling playing Neil Armstrong as, as well as Buzz Aldrin and them are going up to the moon, um, the entire, you know, getting there and then stepping off and then everything going complete dead silence as you're Bad, essentially you're, yeah. feeling like you're on the moon Gave you um, was some of the best display of you know cin- cinematography and directing that I've seen this year. Um Really great stuff. If you haven't seen First Man, go check it out. And finally, 
The fifth one is the bathroom brawl from Mission Impossible Fallout. One of the most talked about scenes this year for sure. Um, obviously, uh, if you haven't seen the movie, go check it out. But there's a scene in there that's really famous. Um, obviously, you've seen the, the images of Henry Cavill. Loading his arms. Loading his arms. Let's go. <laughs> like shotguns, uh, basically. Pow, pow, let's go. But, uh... And them fighting a dude in the bathroom, and it's crazy. It's some of the best throwing people uh, through walls, and just brawling uh, shots of ever I've ever seen uh, in any action movie. <laughs> and it really adds to why Mission Impossible Fallout was is widely named one of the best action movies of the last you know twenty five fifty years, whatever all time. Um, this one was a really tough one to to it, pinpoint. Yeah, like I loved all those moments. Those. Yeah, it, it so was hard. hard. I didn't really want to leave any of them out. There were a few that missed their cut, but it is what it is. Um, so anyway, the winner, the most epic movie moment of 2018, is what is it? Avengers: Infinity War. Thor's arrival on yes. Wakanda. I knew uh, it. <laughs> I think you voted this as your number one. Oh, yeah. Um, I think I had it, like, number three or something like that. I had... I, th- I want to say I had the snap number one or number two. Um, that one came really close. I think the snap and shallow tied for number two, I believe, if I'm correct. Uh, and yeah. Thor's entrance beat it by, like, one point on our voting. I mean... <laughs> It's, it, it was tough. He comes right. down, um, like he's able to, uh, like tran- teleport there or whatever with his with Stormbreaker, and as he comes down, they start playing like the original Avengers theme song, from which the first is movie. the start of our podcast every week. It is. So if you it listen is. to that, that's going on while he's dropping. And it's and crazy. then he goes through and they just start slaughtering everyone. And he has his lightning coming out everywhere and just wiping the creatures out. And then he's like, "Bring me Thanos," and it's it's obviously as we voted the most epic movie season moment of the year. Yeah, it's uh, crazy good. I, I rewatched all of these last night on YouTube just so I could remember everything perfectly. Um, all great. Um, all well-deserving, but obviously that one takes number one. It is an epic moment. Go check it out. Like I said, I you can find it on YouTube oh, yeah. um, to check it out. But if you haven't seen Avengers Infinity War, go check it out. What go check out all these movies because all these moments are fucking great. Um Anyway, we'll take a pause on this and we'll get into our Mary Queen of Scots review real fast for you guys. Um, obviously, if you aren't familiar with the movie, I know it's it didn't it finally just got a large theatrical release, I guess, um, in the last week or so. Um, it stars Saoirse Ronan and uh, Margot Robbie, uh, taking place in old school England. Uh, I forget the years exactly because you know, oh. it is what it is. Um, but obviously, Saoirse Ronan plays Mary Stewart. Uh, Margot Robbie plays Elizabeth the First, or something like that. Um, uh-huh. I'm trying to remember. I, I apologize, folks. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I love hi- I love American history, and that's about <laughs> as far as my history yeah. stuff goes. As Ron Swanson said, everything before 1776 or whatever is didn't doesn't exist. <laughs> um, but Classic yeah. Line. <laughs> um, yeah, so I apologize for not knowing it done. Uh, anyway, I will give you my take on it real fast. I gave it a seventy-five out of a hundred. Um, it's I'm not also I'm also not a huge period piece guy, so a lot of these old school things don't really resonate as high with me. Um, but I I mean I enjoyed for the most part this movie. Uh, I think it's really good. Obviously, Saoirse Ronan is spectacular in it. Uh, Margot Robbie is pretty fantastic and he's supporting roles well um it really kind of gives you a vibe for what life was like back then which is really cool um other than that i didn't really it wasn't really cool it was rough well i mean i'm not saying it was cool but like it's cool that you can kind of see and like feel like you're in that that moment of time rather than you know some period pieces that come along and it's like it doesn't draw you into whatever age you're supposed to be in mm-hmm. and whatnot. But mm-hmm. other than that, I mean, it, it was a fine movie. Um, if you're into period pieces and stuff like that or old British history and stuff, it's probably probably worth a watch. But, I mean, 
if you're not super into it, not super into the actresses in it, it's probably not necessarily up your alley. I'd probably say avoid it. It's not um, a must-watch movie. It's not no, no. groundbreaking in, in any way, but it's good. Um, our combo score ended up coming to a 69.6, which um, is fine. I think he got the back end of our scores for this year, I think, though. Um, it, it didn't really have a... Though. Yeah, I mean, it didn't have high regard from critics or anything like that. It kind of was a middling movie, which kind of surprised me, but that is what it is. Um, pass yeah. it on to you for your uh, take on Mary Queen of Scots. Yeah. Uh, it's it an enjoyable movie. It was good. Saoirse Ronan, as we said, uh, she did a fantastic job. Um, she being uh, Mary, uh, the Queen of Scots, obviously. But then... Uh, Margaret Robbie did a very good job as well playing Queen Elizabeth. Um, I I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but like I love like Scottish accents in general, and so like this mainly goes the movie goes back and forth between Scotland and England. Um, it's a great job. David Tennant's in this movie. I'm a big David Tennant oh, fan. Oh, I forgot about that. He has already. the <laughs> most ridiculous beard and hair I've ever seen. Uh, it's like. His beard is like uh, two feet long. His hair is like past his shoulders. And he's like, uh, I don't know. He's a 16th century English priest or whatever. But it's or it's Scottish priest. Uh, but yeah, it's a good movie. I thought it was it was a very um, it wasn't very targeted what they were trying to discuss. It was just trying to tell a story about um, with with Mary and Elizabeth. Uh, their kind of rivalry slash sistership of sorts kind of their, their cousins um but definitely the the, the standouts are was Saoirse Ronan's performance and Margot Robbie did a really good job but it I, I do enjoy historical uh, movies based off of real events and stuff so I enjoyed the movie I gave it a, a 70 out of 100 a nice solid average score so yeah it's definitely if you don't like history pieces you don't need to bother watching it but if, if you enjoy period pieces or uh just stuff based off of true stories or great acting or whatever. You you could probably rent it. It's not something you have to see in the theaters. Even if it if it happens to go to the theaters, I mean, it took forever to get here. But uh, it was an enjoyable movie. I, I did like it. It was good. All right. Um, and now back to our reward show here. Um, we will get into it with uh, Best Actress in a Supporting Role. Uh, this one was... Uh, a little bit harder for me. This one I had a, a harder time with than I did for actor in a supporting role, which we'll get to later on. Um, plenty good uh, nominees here. We'll start out with Amy Adams for Vice, who plays Lynn Cheney in it, obviously. Um, the movie about Dick Cheney. Aquafina for Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, Cynthia Erivo for Bad Times at the El Royale. Claire Foy for First Man. And Allison Janney for I, Tanya. Um, going into this, I feel like there was a clear favorite, um, though, considering Alice and Janie had won, I believe, an Oscar last year for her role in I, Tanya, uh, which, again, this, I, Tanya came out wide release early January 2018, so we considered that a movie for this past year. Um, all very good, obviously, I, I had, you know, I had Aquafina high on my list here. Um, for because she was absolutely hilarious in Crazy Rich Asians, uh, but all around pretty good performances. You know, Clara Foy playing Neil Armstrong's wife in First Man, uh, Cynthia Erivo, who was still kind of the main character, I guess, in a um, big cast of um, sorts. Yeah, but obviously probably the best performance in Bad Times at the El Royale. Amy Adams was good as Lynn Cheney in Voice. So all around good yeah. ones. It's yeah, that's the thing. It was, it was hard just because there wasn't. I I don't think like a clear standout of who should have won it. Um, other than I mean we stated Alice Janney had won the Oscar for it, but like all the other performances, like there were really good performances, but there wasn't. No one was like, oh well, these are good, but then this one was like spectacular above the rest. So that's what kind of made it harder. Um, I think is trying to just figure it out and narrow it down. Yeah, for sure. Um, so anyway. The winner for Best Actress in a Supporting Role is Allison Janney, I, Tanya. Surprise, surprise. Um, yeah, I, this was, I believe, one of our um, 
unanimous choices. I believe we both gave a 10 out of 10 for this one, or 10 points each. Um, like we mentioned, she obviously won an Oscar. I, Tanya, you have to go way back to early 2018 to see it. If you haven't seen it, obviously, it's a, a, like a story uh, revolving around Tanya Harding, um, the famous figure skater. Um, but Allison Janney was great in it as the mother who was just condescending as all hell, and smoking all the time, hooked to an oxygen tank, and foul mouth it, with her little bird on her yeah, shoulder. Yeah, she really. Uh, Margot Robbie is great in it too, but I mean, Allison Janney really every time she was kind of in, this, and she was a scene stealer in that movie for sure. Um, we had mentioned the other ones, you know, Claire Foy was really good as um, playing the wife of Neil Armstrong. Uh, Cynthia Erivo in Bad Times, as we mentioned. She was also, I think, nominated for... Um, she was also nominated for Widows, but that didn't end up cracking the top five. Um, Aquafina for Crazy Rich Asians, who was a scene stealer in that movie every time she was oh, yeah. in it. Um, she's very hilarious. I can't wait to see what she does going forward. And Amy Adams, who is always very incredible when she's in movies. Um, always. As Lynn Cheney in Vice. Um was she was very aggressive in that movie uh but yeah uh i mean definitely well deserved for allison janney here for best actress in a supporting role uh moving forward we have best director of the year this one is this one this one's an interesting one we got a nice cast here a lot of obviously you know a lot of these movies are going to be you know rehashed several times over um it is what it is but they're all great uh, movies. That's why. I mean. Yeah, I mean, it, you, the top of the top. So, best director here. Uh, our nominees for this one are Anish Shiganti for Searching. As we mentioned before, you know, shooting essentially an entire movie through a computer screen is crazy, and it, it worked so well. It worked really um, well. Damien Chazelle for First Man. Obviously, a very good resume for Chazelle in actual award shows um uh ryan coogler for uh, black panther who um is really making a huge name for himself in hollywood now with this the first creed movie for vail station uh bradley cooper who debuted as a director this year for a star is born and chris McQuarrie for mission impossible fallout uh one of the best directed action movies uh, of all time um this one, uh, I don't. It wasn't terribly difficult to come. Yeah, and I think like to a conclusion uh, on it, but I mean it. it uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they all did great jobs, as you said. But uh, considering there was, the I think there was a clear favorite here. Yeah, I think there was a clear favorite. I mean, uh, as we said, they all they all did great jobs. That's why we it was narrowed down to these these five guys. Um, but. Uh, once you see the movie that this this director has won for, you'll probably realize that uh, it's a clear favorite for it. Yeah, very much so. Um, so the winner for Best Director is Damien Chazelle for First Man. Yes. Um, I mentioned on the podcast when we saw this and we reviewed it, it is quite possibly the best directed movie i've ever seen um there's certainly things that probably rival it rival it but in terms of some of the the just the way the entire flow of the movie the shots of going to the moon and all that stuff it's just so well put together it is um on top of everything um obviously he knew what he wanted and the way that he did it it was just spectacular yeah um this was another one that we had a unanimous decision on um obviously all these were great you know ryan coogler really kind of broke ground on what a uh broke new ground on what a uh comic book movie can be um which you know has been kind of the same since you know the dark knight first kind of broke ground on it um a little over a decade ago um Bradley Cooper, obviously, for a debut movie, uh, *Stars Born* was incredible. Not yeah. only directing, but also being an actor, a producer, all this other stuff. Um, Chris McQuarrie, who did *Mission Impossible: Fallout*, um, one of the most epic uh, action movies ever, and Anisha Ganti, who did *Searching*, like we'd mentioned several times already, through a computer <laughs> screen, it came was, out of nowhere. It's it just, just crazy. So well um, done. 
and if I remember correctly, I heard that he was like he did stuff for Google before this, um, yeah. with ads and stuff like that. And this was his d- debut too. So we have two directorial debut for major motion pictures here in in our best director, um, which is great because I mean it just shows how movies are gonna like movies are just gonna get better and better and better. Hopefully, I love um, it. Uh, hope. <laughs> hope. Um, Yours too. Yeah. yeah uh, but uh, obviously, well deserved. Shazel uh, was fantastic doing First Man. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Um, obviously, the story of Neil Armstrong and stuff, and and the uh, lunar mission. Um, yeah. Great stuff. Yeah, it, all it might still be in theaters. I think it came out in like mid August or mid October in theaters. So, could th- might still be in theaters. But if not, it'll probably be on uh, be able to rent like streaming or Blu-ray DVD within the next month or so. So. Yeah, I'd, I'd expect it to, if it hasn't already come out on Blu-ray and DVD, it should be coming out relatively soon. Uh, so yeah, go check it out at Redbox as soon as it's out then. Uh, moving on, we are going to go back to the actress category for best actress in a lead role. Um, this one was a tough one. This this one was a bit of a tough one here. Um, our nominees are Emily Blunt for Mary Poppins Returns. Jessica Chastain for Molly's Game, Lady Gaga for A Star Is Born, Margot Robbie for I Tanya, and Saoirse Ronan for Mary Queen of Scots. Oh, this was a tough one. My goodness, this is a tough one. All of these women did fantastic jobs. Uh, well, did. I can't speak for Emily Blunt. I didn't see Mary Poppins Returns. I can, but and she uh, <laughs> was magical in that movie. She did a great job. Which is up? She must have because she made the list without me ever seeing it. So yeah, very very clear. If one of us didn't see a movie and somebody got nominated for it, then at least the other one holds that person in very high regard. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, these are all very worthy of this uh, award. But our winner is for best actress in a lead role, Lady Gaga, A Star Is Born. Um, yes. Well much. deserved. I I think this might have been another unanimous decision. I believe. Um, I mean, you see the movie, you understand. Yeah, that. I, mean, I mean, it's it's tremendous work for somebody who hasn't done a ton of acting, a- movie acting, and stuff like that. Um, but overall, tremendous performance by her. Um, she gives us a powerful performance too. Like, uh, there's so much emotion involved in it, and. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's great. Um, it, we talked not not too long ago about Saoirse Ronan's performance in Mary Queen of Scots. Well worth um, a nomination here. Margot Robbie and Itania is incredible as well. Um, Jessica Chastain in Molly's Game, as I've said before on here, one of my favorite actresses out there mm-hmm. working right now. Um, a great performance in that is Molly, uh, Molly Bloom. And I, you can speak on Emily yeah, Blunt. Obviously Emily Blunt as Mary Poppins that she was just like perfectly encapsulated the character that was created that was on screen 50 years ago or six years ago whatever uh she was magical and splendid and great and his, she did a great job she was her and uh the the lead the, the lead male and the supporting male uh really led the movie and did a great job so she was emily blunt <laughs> 2018 was emily blunt's year like with that in the quiet place so she did a great job so Alright, and now we'll get to our second review here. Um, Brian, you went to see Green Book this past week, so I will pass it over to you to go ahead and discuss Green Book for us. Yes, so on New Year's Eve, I went and saw Green Book with my family and some other friends. Uh, if you don't know what it is, it's a story of... Uh, it's based on a true story of a, a black pianist who wants to go on a concert tour uh, into the Deep South in the 1960s uh, at a time when... Um, this racism is almost at its at its peak in this country and a lot of racist, racial tension and stuff um and uh it and then it, he gets a white driver for him so this is Mahershala Ali plays the pianist and then Viggo Mortensen um if then he has an interesting name but he's uh for those who have seen it Lord of the Rings I know you haven't Aaron but he's Aragon in those so that's how you would know him he is then uh He's his driver slash bodyguard of sorts. Um, it's, uh, I mean, honestly, I it got great reviews, and I was expecting to enjoy it uh, when I went and saw the movie, but it was just, 
it was a great movie like all through and through that it didn't really have a dull moment in it um the great building uh characters between the two of them great acting on both fronts um which with the Mahershala Ali and Viggo Mortensen uh feel good movie of the year it's a nice happy ending and it's they tell you like you know they continued on and were friends friends throughout their life and stuff and it's if you this is definitely a movie I think you should you should go out and rent at some point um it is a drama it's, it's funny though it's a drama but it has some funny parts throughout it so it could be taken as uh, comedic as well but uh, I definitely recommend you go seeing this movie it, it, it cracked my top 10 for the year um mainly it was because of the, the lead performances from Vigio and Mahershala um so a great movie I I think I said it on giving it a 90 out of 100 so um yeah great all around definitely you should go out and uh if it's still in theaters go see it if not uh run it once it comes out Alrighty, that was Green Book by Brian. Um, moving on, <laughs> moving back into our award show for the day. Uh, best actor uh. in a supporting role. The nominees are Mahershala Ali for Green Book, uh, Josh Brolin for Avengers: Infinity War, Adam Driver for Black Klansman, Sam Elliott for A Star Is Born, and Michael B. Jordan for Black Panther. Um, as we discussed with some of these other categories, uh, there are certainly ones that are toss-ups, and then there are certainly ones like this one that I think there's a heavy favorite. Um, there, there, I think there is a heavy favorite, but there's also like uh, other ones that they're each. I think each of them would be deserving in their own rights. Um, like in each, they all obviously had many different diverse roles that they played, but um, and they all did great jobs. Um, but I think there is a, from my perspective, at least a clear favorite. All right. So the winner is for best actor in a supporting role, Michael B. Jordan for Black Panther. Um, yes. <coughs> obviously, I think, like I just said, I I think this was kind of a runaway in my opinion. Um, in terms of when I voted. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Um. His performance was definitely a level above the other ones. Obviously, I didn't see Green Book, so I can't speak on that one. Um, but Josh Brolin I, was great as Thanos, but at the same time, I kind of knocked it down because, you know, he is playing a, you know, virtual sort of character um, where he's not necessarily the screen presence. Um, Adam Driver was great in Black Landsman as the supporting actor, um, but I didn't think he was on the same level as Michael B. Jordan in Black Panther. Sam Elliott, yeah. I didn't even really have on mind because I, it was more of a, he was more of an afterthought character to me in that movie. Um, shy of like a few scenes, maybe. Um, so yeah, I definitely you know Michael B. Jordan was definitely uh, ahead above All the right. rest of my opinion. Um, He's, I think we had talked about this earlier, a couple weeks or months ago, but I mean. He's the best, I think, the best on-screen villain in any movie since Heath Ledger's Joker in A Dark Knight. I mean, he was fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it, he uh, he had people clamoring for Killmonger to be back in the MCU in some form um, going forward with the next Black Panther movie and stuff. <coughs> so, well, uh, I hope. I'm still, still <laughs> dealing with this cold. Uh, that yeah. may never go away. Oh, that's um, fun. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that was well worth it. So Michael B. Jordan for Best Actor in a Supporting Role. Uh, moving on to the unfortunate side of things in the movie industry this year. <laughs> Biggest bust. Um, uh, this, like we had mentioned to start, is for movies that had um, either... Uh, high expectations or yeah. great predecessors. High or... expectations, uh, sequels to good movies, stuff like that. Um, that we thought would, was going to be better than it was and ended up not. Uh, for that, we have Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, which I've knocked plenty on this show. Yep. Uh, Pacific Rim Uprising, which was garbage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say that. It's it true. Rampage, which kind of got on here mainly because like it's not that we expected a lot but like 
it was the the worst of the two rock films, um, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, the girl in the spider's web, which was garbage. Uh, <laughs> I didn't see it, what? so I can't say. But I mean, yeah, it's just you funny. didn't just, see it. It's but straight garbage. It was bad enough that it made the list. Um, yeah. And Venom. Oh, uh, which oh boy. We we uh, talked enough about that one here. Yeah. Um. So the winner yeah. or the loser. Um. <laughs> For biggest bust movie of the year, I already know it, it's is a favorite. Venom. Yes, uh, obviously. I mean, I didn't think anything was going like, to surpass Jurassic World this year in terms of a movie that I just hated as much as I did Venom. <coughs> but it was not fun <laughs> in any form. Uh, it was... I'm, I just, if you liked it, you liked it. Good for you. But that movie just. It was a mess. It was not, yeah, it was a mess. There was no chemistry. Uh, Tom Hardy probably had the worst script of his entire acting probably. career. That's, that's the worst part um, of the movie, from, I think. I mean, the directing was just wasn't awful. great. Venom not being as violent as he possibly could be was Held wasn't back. good. Yeah, the- there really wasn't very many of any takeaways from this movie here's, outside of the the end credit scenes. Here's what annoys me: people, the, the people that like this movie, they're like. Oh yeah, I mean, if you look at it as a comedy, like it's a really good movie. It's it's not supposed to be a comedy though. Like it's supposed to be like Venom's like an anti-hero kind of like comic book movie. It's this is Venom is exactly what I feared Daredevil is going to end up being if it goes on to Disney Daredevil Plus. or uh, the Punisher if it goes on to the Disney streaming service. Like that'll be what it ends oh. up being like. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so we, like we've said before on here, we won't go into too much detail, but it was not, yeah. we didn't enjoy it at all. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, and it's it got, still in terms of movies we both saw, it got the worst combo score of the year. Uh, so yeah, it is what it is. Um, it is, yeah. And except I'll probably still buy it once it comes out, just because I like comic movies and I don't know. <laughs> all right. No, uh, like me, you know. <laughs> all right. Moving into the last few here, the last couple. Um, best Ooh. actor in a lead role. This one, this one was a bit of a tough one, I think. I, I think um, it was very tough. All around, uh, some plenty of good ones here. Um, we have Ryan Gosling for First Man, Bradley Cooper for A Star Is Born, Christian Bale for Vice, John Cho for Searching. And Vigo Mortensen for Green Book. Um, I don't remember uh, what I picked as a favorite one, honestly, uh, because those are all <laughs> great. I don't remember what I put down. I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, I didn't have Vigo on there, so he was definitely high on your list. Yeah, to make it. Um, yeah, I don't remember what I went with for number one on this. <laughs> uh, obviously, I've talked at length about how much I enjoy Fat Bale as Dick Cheney. Yeah. Um, Bradley Cooper was excellent yeah. in A Star is Born. Ryan Gosling was very good in First Man. Uh, John Cho was the heart of Searching. It's, uh, yeah, <coughs> uh, they, they each, in their own, like we discussed, in their own ways, were you know, fantastic. I mean, Bradley Cooper learned even more so how to sing and play the guitar for this and did a great job at it, you know. Um, Christian Bale put on Christian a lot of Bale weight. Christian Bale put on like 40 pounds to play Dick Cheney and did and the way he his accent or the way he talked or whatever was totally different from Christian Bale. Uh, John Cho completely carried searching and did a great job at that. Uh, Viggy Morton said the same with uh, with Green Book. He did a great job. And Ryan Gosling, I mean, he's, he's Ryan Gosling. He did a great job in, as Neil Armstrong. So I, whew, I don't remember... Those are all great. I don't even remember what I picked. Just give them... It's a five-way tie. <laughs> well, we don't do that here. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> the winner for Best Actor in a Lead Role... <coughs> Bradley Cooper, A Star is Born. Uh, to match Lady Gaga for uh, Best Actress in a Lead. <coughs> oh, oh, man. man. Don't die. <laughs> I'm trying not to over here. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, so yeah, I mean, well deserved, obviously, as we talked about. Um, there's, uh, there's just not a lot I can say about a Star Is Born other than it was such if a great. If you film. haven't seen it, you really need to go see it. I mean, but, uh, it's gonna be. It got a bunch of Golden Globe nominations, which are on later tonight. It's probably gonna get at least a half a dozen Oscar nominations once those are released later in the month. 
uh, it's an all-around great movie, and he definitely helped lead this in both, as we discussed earlier, the director view and the lead actor. He just did a great job playing Jackson Maine. Yeah, pretty pretty tremendous stuff. Um, so we have one more category left. That is Best Picture. But, but before we get to that, Brian's going to tell you all a little bit about Bumblebee, which he saw this past week. Yeah, so that's I actually went. So when we gave our each of our fives for our biggest surprise, uh, this one made it in at the end of my list uh, because it's the Transformers. Like the first one, you know, the first one's decent. The first Transformers one was Shia LaBeouf, um, and it's it's watchable. And then the rest of them are just <laughs> they're trash. They're terrible. I mean. It's just I didn't even see number four or number five because after I lost hope after the third one and I was just like this is just bad and I don't want to watch this anymore. And throughout the year I've been trashing trashing Bumblebee not trashing it but I was like I'm not gonna go see this. It's not a Transformers. It's gonna suck. Then the reviews started coming out and the reviews were great for it. It has like a 93 Rotten Tomatoes. It's like a mid 70s Metascore. Um, it's, everyone was saying it's clearly the best of Transformers movie. And here's the thing. It is guys. It's, it, it actually was a good Transformers movie. I enjoyed it. It's, I don't know if that's because, you know, John Cena's in the movie, you know, he does a great job or if it's because the movie takes place in the eighties, uh, which is always fun with a lot of eighties nostalgia. That's kind of like when the peak, when the Transformers toys were very popular, or it's just because Michael Bay didn't direct it, you know, because he always has his way of directing with, you know, lots of action and explosions with very little script. Um, but this, uh, it had a good story to it. Haley Steinfeld was the lead in this movie. Uh, she did a very good job. Uh, the visual effects uh, were very cool, very fun and very cool. Like, the movie starts out with the war on Cybertron, the planet where they all... The Transformers are fun, but um, yeah, surprisingly an enjoyable movie. I I liked the movie. I gave it a 75 out of 100. It finished it. The combo score was like a 75.7 or something like that. Um, in, in the top half of the movies for the year. Um, but yeah, so I'll probably actually buy this movie. I only own the first Transformers movie. I don't own any of the rest of the ones, but I'll buy this one when it comes out because I. I enjoyed the movie, so you don't have to go see it in theaters, but uh, if you do like action movies, or even if you like the first Transformers movie, I, I recommend watching this one. It was, it's totally different than the rest of the garbage Transformers movies. You don't have to think about those. It's much better. Uh, I think you you guys would enjoy it. So uh, There's not much else I want to say about the movie, but um, that's about it. Yeah. Alright, that was Brian for Bumblebee. Um, yeah, I had to hear about the Rotten Tomatoes score like three times on WWE TV last week when John Cinemators returned, so definitely heard about that quite <laughs> yep. a bit. Um, but anyway, this is for all the marbles oh, now. Here everyone. it is, guys. Here it is. This is the best picture of the year. The is. best movie of the year. <sighs> so hard. It was a tough one. It was very hard. I think when we combined, we got together to... Pick. Uh, we each picked five, obviously. Um, I think we ended up with eight total. Um, eight or nine total between the two. Um, and we have six nominees here for you instead of five on this one. Um, because there are just so many to pick from that it so, was kind of hard. You made it six, so. Um, the nominees are A Star is Born, Avengers Infinity War, Black Klansman, Black Panther, First Man, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Um, a div- a somewhat diverse. Uh, we have three superhero movies in here. Or comic book movies, whatever you want to call it. A two um, biopic type movies. Uh, historical dramas. And a fourth Musical, remake. Or a third remake. Uh, fourth total, a Star is Born movie. Um, that, so quite a diverse one. Um, it's whew. this one was tough. Uh, I mean, all around. Uh, obviously, you know, there's the thought that maybe there's a heavy Marvel lean into this. Um, what? No, I'm not talking about. Uh, yeah, we don't. 
there's not much. We don't talk about Marvel ever on this podcast. No, not um, at all. <coughs> <laughs> yeah. With three, three Marvel movies on here. Um, First Man, which had already taken uh, Best Director. And A Star is Born, which had Best Actor and Best Actress. Uh, so. This, oh man. <laughs> all of these are I, very well. Um, to speak a little bit about each one of them, obviously we've gone over A Star is Born several times. Yeah. Um, tremendous film. Avengers Infinity War, um, the way they went about crafting that to mix every character into an incredible storyline in two and a half hours is great. That movie yeah. could have been four hours. The biggest movie of the year. Probably still would have done it. Yeah, biggest movie of the year. Absolute blockbuster. Black Klansman, a tremendous story. Um, I've never been a huge Spike Lee fan, but this one definitely was really well done. Um, mm-hmm. Funny. Yeah. Uh, also dramatic. Well, I also, can. I liked the way they kind of were the actors played. You know, Adam Driver and his character. Uh, John David Washington as the lead, as Ron Stallworth. Um, <laughs> Topher Grace as David Duke for the leader of the KKK. <laughs> um, all that stuff was, oh, was really well put together. Black Panther, which kind of is shedding a mold for uh, superhero movies everywhere and comic movies going forward, you know, actually getting nominations and stuff. It was a groundbreaking movie. Incredible watch. First Man, we talked about it. Uh, Best director already. Damien Chazelle is one for that. Uh, An incredible job of kind of putting you into that mindset and very well done movie. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Widely regarded as the best Spider-Man movie to come out so far. Uh, and there's been plenty of them. Um, yes. And one of the best animated films of all time, really. Uh, it's graphically, it's great. And this is coming from somebody who's yeah. not a big Spider-Man fan. So It's true. It's a comic book brought to life. And it's, I mean, it's, it's still chilling <laughs> at like an 8.7 or whatever on IMDb. It's within the top 30 of all time. It Yeah, I mean, currently, it, so. It's like fourth or fifth on our combo score list for the year, and that's out of 82, 81 movies of yeah. like that. So um, that, oh, so. these are all so hard choices. I don't. Um, what did I put at one? I don't remember what I put at one. I don't know, but they're all, all right. great. Well, this, here it is, guys. And the winner for best picture of twenty eighteen is. A Star is Born, directed oh, wow. by Bradley Cooper, starring there Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. Um, wow. Yeah, this one was tough. All the scoring for this one was very close. I think like we both had A Star is Born, either 10 or 9, I believe, in the finals. Um, uh, yeah, everything was very, very close together here. It could have gone either way. Um, but this is, how, yeah, this is how it ended up going. Uh, a Star is Born <laughs> takes the win. Uh, well go. deserved. It'll take home Best Picture, Best Actor, and Best Actress in lead roles. Um, huge, huge day for that. Um, we don't have any actual awards to give them, and they probably don't care anyway. But, but uh, you what? They don't care. It'll about go this into the. It'll yeah. It'll go into the Hall of Rollies here, which will maybe rollies. hopefully go longer <laughs> than one year. Uh, oh. Overall, uh, I I. I Mark down all the winners. We had ten categories, ten or eight different movies. One, um, A Star is Born, the only one taking home multiple. That'll take home three. First Man took one. Black Panther took one. Uh, Tanya, Searching, Venom, The Hate You Give, and Avengers Infinity War all took home an award. So, uh, very, I mean, that, that kind of explains just how yeah. diverse this year has been in terms of top movies and performances around uh, for everything except Venom, which technically their win is a loss, but it is it is what it is. It made a buttload uh, of money, though, so it's still a win for yeah, Sony. Yeah, I mean, they're going to get multiple of them, so good for Sony, I guess. Whoop they do. Um, good for them when they're correcting their Venom with uh, Spider-Verse, too. So oh, thank goodness. Sony got back right on track real fast uh, for their whole universe and stuff. Um, but yeah, it, it, this was fun. Yeah. I, I'm excited to see what 2019 has in store for us. Um, to run mm. back through the winners, obviously, Best Picture is A Star is Born. Best Director, Damien Chazelle. Best Actor in a Lead Role, Bradley Cooper. Best Actress in a Lead Role, Lady Gaga. Best Actor in a Supporting Role, Michael B. Jordan. Best Actress in a Supporting Role, Allison Janney. Biggest Surprise Movie of the Year, Searching. Biggest bust of the year, Venom. Breakout performance of the year, Amanda Stenberg. And best 
or most epic movie moment of the year, Thor enters Wakanda. All right, everyone. It's um, you know look forward to you know like Golden Globes tonight and Oscars coming up. I, I think we're very well, good predictors of what will actually win. I I, I like to think out. we know what we're talking about. <coughs> You folks all probably won't hear this until after the Golden Globes has come out or has played, so we we apologize on Brian's behalf for telling you guys that'll be out tonight. Because um, okay, you true. all won't hear this until Monday, probably, probably, or later in the week. <coughs> um, anyway. And excuse me for my cough. I'm still battling this He's cold. He's just dying on the other uh, side. You know, he'll be fine. Uh, but, uh, yeah. yeah I mean, this was I, fun. Uh, this was very enjoyable. I'm glad... We got a chance to get together and do this. Um, obviously, it's nice as well because we're at a point where there's not a lot of news, <clears throat> not there's a lot not. of movies, um, stuff like that. Um, <coughs> oh, man. Oh, man. You um, belong. We'll be seeing The Upside this upcoming week. Uh, we'll have a review for that, obviously. If you've seen the commercials, it's Kevin Hart and Brian Cranston and Nicole Kidman. Um so we'll be getting around to that <clears throat> for next week's episode. Hopefully some news starts to break as we go into the new year here. And we kick off 2019 um, going forward on what's going to be an incredible year of movies. And last year was too, as we just went through. Um, Brian, you got any parting words for everyone? Uh, fly, Eagles, fly. Uh, I hope when you're, everyone's listening to this, I hope the Bears won. Uh I, I hope, hope they covered their six. Um, uh, obviously not. As yeah, as we are recording this on Sunday afternoon, the Eagles will be playing in about two to three hours, or whatever. So, flag was flyer. Saint Nick's gonna lead us through the playoffs. I hope not. Uh, I can't. I don't want to deal with <laughs> that again. Uh, actually, I kind of. I don't know. Maybe if he wins again, maybe you guys will trade Carson Wentz or something. Uh, let let Nick Foles have his due. Uh, I'm not anyway, yeah, anymore. everyone, uh, thanks again for listening, um, and let's kick off 2019 starting next week, really. I know we're already in 2019, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> minor, minor detail, you know, it's cool. Yeah, minor detail. Uh, time is a flat circle. It's a construct. Yeah, um, <laughs> time is a construct, you know. <laughs> All right, everybody, thanks for listening. Have a good right. weekend. Yep, uh, have a good it. week. I feel myself I'm off the deep end.
See ya.